1: Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to Geek- I don't know. Hey, Geekscapists, welcome to the Comic-Con episode for 2011. We're in the Geekscape booth. I'm Jonathan London here over on the left side. And coming up in the next hour, we have a bunch of recap from Comic-Con San Diego 2011, where we've got the Geekscape team talking about what is going on, uh, what they discovered this week, and we've also got tons of guests, uh, surprise stars. We're going to start things off right now with one of the guests we've had sign here at the Geekscape booth. This is Mark Rahner. He's got a book on Moonstone called Rotten. It's a zombie western, and he's been signing it and selling it here at the Geekscape booth. So if you missed out, you're going to want to order the book online. Mark. Um, how has your experience been in San Diego besides hectic? I well,
2: mean, well, I, I think my liver's hanging out of my pant leg. What else do you want to know? It's day four of the con. I'm, I'm dying. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm gone. You and you got a huge energy level for day four of the con, and you insist you're not on the powder. Right. I I am not on the powder. I'm
1: not on the drink. Uh, maybe you should be thinking about taking a monk like a monk like a, a existence like myself. Maybe no, uh, giving no, up. No, away. I'm, I'm going on the junk. I'm not on enough with the junk. I think Mark has to uh, feel dead so that he can write the dead. That's exactly you know? right. Uh, tell the audience who's not familiar with it. Uh, wh- how would you describe your book for the audience? For well, the When you sheen. say the audience
2: that's not familiar with yeah. it, you mean most of the audience. No,
1: come on now, come on now. The tasteless ones.
2: Okay, well, I'll, yeah, uh, it's zombies in the old west. That'll get your foot in the door, but. It's a stop-lost Army vet. A lot of parallels to things going on right now. You're kind of backing me up with this thing. No, no, right. uh, here, hey. here we go. Here We're we all go. friends here? Uh, I, I guess you're, so. You're not Sam show up and press on you? Well, it's, it's disorienting to talk to you without the speedo on. I feel like I need <laughs> you in the speedo. That's on, on me. That's on me. Oh, okay, sorry. Well, let's let's get back to focusing on me. Uh, the stop-lost vet, reluctant Army vet from the Civil War, conscripted by a president who took office illegitimately, which really did happen with Rutherford B. Hayes to investigate a terror crisis, which is the living dead popping up in different... Jesus. I know, know. you just have to live with the sound sometimes. The living dead popping up in different, unusual, disturbing species, all across the country in 1877. And there you go. How long has the series been running? Like, how many issues have been out so far? Is there a trade that they can catch up with quickly? The first trade is out, the second trade, which has issues seven through 11, comes out at the end of August. Please buy it, please buy it. Uh in fact the thing about the uh, second trade is that number 10 and number 11 are going straight into the trade and are not getting printed as individual issues because the comic industry is in a little bit of a slump now although you couldn't tell uh by your surroundings this weekend. This is tough to be representative of the comic book industry. This is more like the glee industry. Well, actually the it's comic just- industry is shoehorned into like the very end of the building there. The artist alley is is this little ghetto at the very end for people who have never been here. The rest of it's movies and video games and hardcore pornography
1: we wouldn't be guilty of that at all yeah not here um yeah i mean san diego this year everybody's talking about how it's getting bigger and and and, and less about comic books it's been that way for years but so. it's been that way for years
2: yeah i mean that's uh, it's been that way ever since i've been coming here which how has been about six years uh-huh. uh and that's how long i've been working on my uh my filth but it's interesting to see the way things are going now with digital stuff going on and people not really knowing how to wrap their heads around that to make money and with there just being an overall slump because of whatever reason. People not wanting to pay four bucks for a comic book, all the tedious continuity of, of the big two. And so for independence, Moonstone is an independent company. I don't print it like in my bathroom. Uh, we get hit just a little bit harder because we don't have Time Warner or uh, Disney with their deep pockets to back us up. We just have the love of perverts everywhere. That would be you guys. Um, definitely go check out Rotten. Is there a website they can go check it out? Uh, yeah, we're at rottencomics.com and uh, Rotten Comics on Facebook and Rotten Comics on Twitter. And we post all sorts of uh, art pages, insults to John Layman, all sorts of fun, and uh, pictures of fans, pictures of fans holding up Rotten while they're wearing stuff and doing stuff. But please, no children or animals. <laughs> cool, Mark. Awesome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for coming to the booth. Thanks for signing, and thanks for being on Geekscape, dude. Love the speedo. Love. The speedo. That's not me. You How many so. people do I have to say that is not me? Deny
2: it all you want. I'm not here to judge. That, you. That's
1: Cale Anonymous from Machinima. That is not me. Um, thanks, Mark.
2: All right. Take all care. right.
1: Let's get Dave Lasso in here. What do you the got here? Postcard. This is the last postcard of Comic Con 2011. Matt Kelly over here has been handing it out left and right. What do you got, Brian? You have some ideas? It's always better when we don't do that. Okay, okay, I'm gonna bring Dave Lasso in, alright? Alright, here you go, hold that. Dave Lasso, get in here. Dave Lasso, is he too tall for the camera? Alright, Dave Lasso may uh, be um, unfamiliar to you geekscapists, but he's been with us for years. You're out of Chicago. Yeah. You're an artist. Yeah. Last year you did the SDCC 2010 <laughs> prints that didn't make it in time for the 2010. Up, yeah. But uh, we've been trying to make it up to him because anytime we don't have anybody signing here at the booth, we've had Dave Lasso making these cute little uh, postcard prints of his little characters that have been amazing. And I feel like you and I have really bonded this last week in San Diego. You're a fucking hilarious guy. I love you. You hear that? You, hear that? you actually may get a man-on-man kiss for the first time on... I don't know if this is the first time on GeekScape, why am I? That's exciting. I'll be returning the favor off camera. Um, yeah. Dave, is this your first Comic-Con?
3: Yeah, my first San Diego, yeah. Yeah, what yeah.
1: Is, what's it been like? Because many of those, the people watching haven't made it to Comic-Con.
3: Um, It's uh, like a con on crack. Mm-hmm. So. But Chicago's got a big con. Is it anything like this? Not as big as this. Uh, it's pretty similar, so like now instead of... 30,000 people stopping in front of you while you're walking, it's 100,000 people stopping and walking in front of you, but um, uh, it, it's definitely bigger scale, uh, seems like a lot more excitement. Uh, Chicago's cons seem to like get less and less exciting, uh, at least the Wizard one, uh, C2E2 is cool. Uh, it was fun this year, but uh, this is just, yeah, just everything amplified 100 times. And what about being in the GeekScape booth, is that an honor? That was an honor... That I cannot even describe. Uh, Do you think I was
1: an asshole? Like Jonathan's probably gonna be an asshole when I meet him.
3: No, no, no. I was just like it's it's weird because like from watching the show, like. And you still watch the show every week? Oh, yeah, I watch every week. So like showing up, and like being like, oh shit, that's that's Jonathan, and like, like that's Brian, and that's you know Nellis, and that's Gilmore It's like it's weird. because like when you watch the show, it's like as if you know everybody. Even though I've never met everybody like anybody. You know, I've only talked to you guys online, so it was weird, like, to be like, "Oh, this is just fucking everybody from Geekscape."
1: And, and and you've seen most of us before, right? There is no way we can hear you, Brian. Way the hell over there. We will never hear you. You. He likes that Dave called you Brian. Uh, Dave. First off, he's Walton. He is Walton. And uh, did he seem as sad in person as he is on the show? I saw him like crying
3: into his own
1: wiener. So. He's never done that on the show before. He's never done that on the show before, but you know what, we're working on it. Keep watching, you may have the episode where Walton cries into his own wiener. <laughs> he just yeah, just tears into his own wiener. <laughs> I don't know how long we're into this episode, and we've already hit that. Um. All right, all right. right Guys, Uh, you're supposed to be orchestrating my line of guests. I don't know who we have next. Who, 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 who we got? Gilmore, who, are you, who do we have coming up next? <laughs> Who is this individual here? This is what, what is this? Eli Cross. E, e, this guy, Eli Cross. This, this is the Eli, Eli Cross. Clark. Well, Eli Cross, listen,
4: you're a big comic book fan. You're you're a, a big book. genre fan. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, w- how long have you been coming to San Diego?
4: Uh, this is probably my tenth, eleventh, <laughs> twelfth show, but over the last 20 years. Uh-huh. So, now, Eli, uh, you're not just a fan though. You've
1: taken that fandom and started writing it into a cinematic experience. Right, like, like, you, you t- could t- say t- what, that. Don't, what, don't you tell the
4: geeks, what you're all about? Uh, well, primarily, what I'm all about right now is I write and shoot the uh, porn parody scripts for Axel Braun and Vivid, uh-huh. uh, Spider Man and uh, Iron Man and Avengers, uh, and then I also wrote, produced, and shot Star Wars okay. with Axel. So
1: and um. You and Axel, do you guys have, like, geek arguments? Like, who would win in a fight, blank, 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 or blank, blank? Like, is that part of the story breakdown process that
4: you guys go through? Well, we kind of do. Um, You have to understand, Axel's very Italian, so his version of an argument is, nah, that's retarded, and then he walks away. Uh Uh-huh. He doesn't doesn't argue well. He just likes to be right, and then uh, I, of course, know I'm right, and then I go argue with somebody else, and then I come back and say, no, it would work this way, trust me. Eli, I would think that the argument of who would win in a fight X or X in, in, in trying to hatch
1: out these stories would really result in who would fuck who. Often. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, who would initiate the base? Like, who's the top and who's the bottom, right?
4: Well, really, and, and really in a fight like that, everybody wins. We all win, don't we? You know, I mean, Ms. Marvel versus the Scarlet Witch, who would win? We win. We win. <laughs> who
1: cares? As a, as, as a fan of the material and having seen some of these actually end up, in the Vivid uh, series, which one, as a fan, do you think is the most faithful to the character that was created on the comic book page? Which, one, as a fan, do you think is the best?
4: Um, believe it or not, we really are pretty faithful to an extent with all of them. In the, in the sense, I mean, they're all still parody, mm-hmm. and so everything is designed to be, you know, skewed and takes a left turn at some point, but. Usually at the licking. Usually at the licking. Right, right. Right, right at the moment of the licking, we we, we take a left turn. Um, Spider-Man is pretty faithful. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, th- there were things where we sat around in casting going, you know, I just, I mean, yeah, he's from New York, but you just don't picture Spider-Man with a Brooklyn accent. Right. Things like that. Um, so... You know, I, I just I'm am a Marvel guy from way 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 back, and so this stuff if it just feels wrong, I kind of I you know we we fight about it. I'm like the
1: funniest thing too is that we had a signing of some of your stars at the Geekscape booth on Friday night, and Xander was here who plays Spider-Man yeah. in the movie, and we're right across the way from Trauma, uh, like literally across the, the aisle from Trauma, and um, when Xander. Looked up and realized that we were across the aisle. He, like the fanboy and him came yeah. over. Oh yeah. And I looked up in the middle of the signing, and he scuttled over there to talk to Lloyd Kaufman and to get buy a bunch of DVDs. So even the, the even even them portraying the the geek icons are geeks themselves in your films.
4: Oh, you get Xander talking about Warhammer, uh-huh. and you've got a long afternoon ahead of you. Like I have this orc army. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, they're unbelievable. I painted these miniatures, and they, my orcs are fucking amazing. My orcs are amazing. Like, okay, I, I'm. A bit, I've done Warhammer since I was twelve. Calm down. That's all a bit right. too dirty for yeah. you. Yeah. Isn't
5: it? Yeah. Well,
4: cool.
1: Listen, w- let's get you back on the couch Absolutely. anytime you're back in LA. Absolutely, okay? I appreciate it. Because you seem like somebody who's really legit, we could definitely <laughs> kick out with. Oh yeah. Right? Like your knowledge goes deep.
4: Yeah. And that's yeah. what we like
1: here. We don't we don't have birds, okay? No fake. No, birds no, 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 podcasts. no, no, no.
4: Yeah. Serious nerd.
1: We haven't come that far just to fuck around. Alright? All right. We gotta be serious. Alright. Cool, Eli. It's all about the tits. It's all about the tits. It's all about the
6: tits. Thank you very much.
1: Our good friend Shane O'Hare. He would agree with you. Uh, he is all about the tits. Uh, so much so that he grew a pair of himself uh, over the last couple years. Shane, listen. You came in here. Last couple years, you had your buddies with you. You guys would dress yeah. up as the Aquabats and dick around and do your little thing. And I like those guys. This year, you came by yourself. All alone. You came all, alone, all and, alone. And I feel like you almost reaped the benefits of your lonely life because you got VIP tickets through Geekscape and press. Yep. To interview the acrobats, hang out with the acrobats, and the acrobats actually love you.
7: Yeah, yeah, no, um, they were really appreciative of the interview, um, and uh, you know they they recognized me from a concert we went to years ago, and they were just really excited to have like a real hardcore fan interviewing them and helping promote their new television show.
1: Uh-huh. And can you tell us anything about the <laughs> the television show? Anything that that, uh, that surprised you as an acrobats fan?
7: Um, well, I was surprised how much um, money and press and you know funding that Hub is giving uh, the Aquabats Mm -hmm. Uh, it really feels like I mean they're a real positive role model for kids I mean you know they they can make a rap song but it's just about giving each other hugs Mm -hmm. and it's not cheesy like you know Saturday morning cartoons cheesy it's it's funny so everybody can enjoy it and now you know they've been trying to make a television show for like almost almost 20 years and um, now they finally have uh, had the opportunity to do it I think uh, they finally got what they deserved and I'm really really happy that the hub is they threw a huge concert for them, huge promotion. They got, you know, advertising dollars up it and they're gonna start filming uh I think either tomorrow or the next day.
1: And you know, on top of all that, they're friends now of Shane O'Hare. Oh yeah, yeah,
7: no, I can die happy now. I, I can absolutely go go home to Alaska and in the dark in the rain and just die happy.
1: You're gonna hold it over all fourteen people who live in that state. Yeah, yeah um, your uh, week started off with a bang, though, because you actually got to DJ the Geekscape Kamikaze Pow Entertainment Ghost Ship Party. Uh, that Stan Lee was in attendance for. Like Thursday night, Geekscape got, got together with some of their friends and put on a party, and Stan Lee was there, and you fucking DJed that party, baby.
7: Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I got there. I was nervous as shit. Right, <laughs> uh,
1: right. You texted uh, me. My my music's corrupted. I don't know if it sounds good. It sounded great. Um, and what was that like? I mean, did you get any chance to see like some of the people who showed up? Uh, I looked up at Rick Foxes at the party. Yeah, yeah. Mean, Rick Foxes at the party. Um,
7: the, um, I saw uh, Tina Fey had wandered in. Uh, of course, I saw Stan Lee when he came in and did all that. Um, somebody pointed out a couple of Lakers that were there. Um, uh, the guys from Mega64 showed up and I, I'm a huge fan of them, so I was, you know, you know geeking out there. And it was, it was fantastic.
1: Yeah, we had uh, members of the guild. Doug Jones was there, uh, our good friend from the show. And he's like the nicest dude. Did you get a chance to, to meet him at the signing? Chance. I didn't get a chance to meet him. I, I was out. He loves touching your face. You know, those long, like, uh, princessa. Remember him in, in, in um, Pan's Labyrinth? Oh, princessa. Yeah. He loves just touching your face and loving on you. He's really one of the loveliest guys we've ever had on Geekscape. Um, anything you do experience here did you get to go to any panels did you any news break while you were here that you thought was amazing that you could share with us cuz I've been stuck in this booth with Matt Kelly the entire fucking week
7: um I actually uh the only panel I went to besides the Aquabats I uh, went to um, a spotlight on Dick D Bartolo a writer for Mad Magazine and they actually gave him an inkpot award and he's been writing Mad Mac for Mad Magazine for forever since like you know since he was uh, in fact like since he was like 16 or 18 like really one of the youngest writers there and he's been he's still on there you know 500 500 issues later Um, and that was really cool because I really appreciate his humor and what he's done for you know uh, other stuff where he um he's really into gadgets and so he's got a a gadget podcast on the twit network and he does stuff on tv and uh, he's written for some game shows and I just really like his humor and to see him win an inkpot award it was it was pretty impressive
1: that's pretty fucking cool Shane What's the story you're going to tell when you get back to Alaska? What is the story, your San Diego Comic-Con experience?
7: Uh, definitely the Aquabats story because um, everything just kind of fell into place. Uh, I went up there not really knowing what to do it for the press. And everyone's like, oh, you're interested? Uh, well, come on in here. And they threw me in a room and the Aquabats were standing right there. And I was like, oh, all right. And then, you know, I got to talk to them and their panel was crazy. They fought some monsters in the panel. They, the back commander did some backflips off the stage. Um, they were giving out tickets. And then as soon as I rolled up to the, the House of Blues for the concert, the two people from the PR were like, Shane, Shane from Geekscape. We're so happy Geekscape's here. And they, they were just giving us the, the full deal. So uh, expect a full review shortly from me, the interview.
1: Awesome. 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 Shane? Thank you for joining us this well, week. Bro, thank you so much. I'm for gonna miss you. Come true. Making your dreams come true. Dreams come true. Oh, I heard about those. Yeah. Um, they're they're scary nightmares is what they are, and I'm glad to be a part of them.
7: <laughs> Thanks.
1: Um, who's next up? We I, we got a really really diligent writer who's just been kicking ass here at Geekscape, not unlike Shane O'Hare. You guys recognize him because he's been with us for years. The writer of Teabag prevention, our very own. Jake Lopez, who as a babe, hey, uh, Shane, if you want to tell those mega guys to come over here and hang out, now would be the time. Um, Jake, do you remember your first interview for Geekscape on camera? Yeah, that was about, what, two two years ago?
8: Three years ago? I think it might have been three years ago. Uh That was at, uh, it was here at Comic-Con, that was with Joe Staten, which is a writer for Halo, and uh, since then... Uh, things got easier as far as interviewing, but I uh, froze up when I saw Damon Lindelof. So, Did you, wait, the dude from Lost? Yeah, the. Writer. You had to interview him? No, I didn't interview him. I saw him walking down the hall, and I went to go, uh, you know, just go say hi. I froze up. I didn't. I didn't even know it. Kelsey's the one I got him, uh-huh. and uh, he signed my badge, and then that was basically it. <laughs>
1: I was sitting in the booth earlier today, and uh, Andy Serkis walked past the dude who plays Gollum and his co-direct, uh, is a uh, second unit directing the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I mean, you guys know him. He's got 1010 and a bunch of stuff coming out. And he was just walking through with his kids. And I was like, Andy, I'm a big fan. This is my company. Um, you are obviously a great dad. I'm excited to see your directing work. But that kind of stuff happens at Comic Con. I mean, you don't know when you turn a corner who you're going to run into, yeah. and chances are you're going to fan of theirs. You know what I mean? Um, what was the biggest interview you think you did? What was one that you're really proud of and one you're excited to get up on the site? Uh,
8: well, I mean, there's been so many as far as uh, video games. Uh, as far as somebody, I guess them interviewing Fringe was pretty cool. But for me, the excitement was handing out my cards to Activision, 2K Games, and Konami and uh, you know, stuff like that. That was exciting. It, it, talking to the devs. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm right for. Right. It's, it's those are the people I communicate with, and uh, networking was really big this year. Uh, actually, the biggest highlight was talking to uh, Carlos Ferrero, which is the voice of Dom uh, on Gears, and uh, we ended up talking about what his character in the game represents in the books and in the games. Like, I guess he reads every single book as to research how to act, voice act in the game, and when they voice act with him and Don DiMaggio, hey. Uh, they act together as if they're really acting in the same voice. They, they don't really—they don't do the regular voiceovers everybody's used to.
1: That's insane. Um, what what, what are we doing here, Walton? We got the, uh, we got, he said, he kept saying we. yeah, he kept saying we, and I guess I guess what you're referring to is Shane in a scuttling pass. I think what you're referring to is uh, Kelsey and Ash over here. Um, Kels, Ash, Kelsey, you and Jake have been doing doing this for a while now. Like you guys have been kicking ass for Geekscape, but also in love, kicking ass in love right? Yep. That's what we're doing here. It's sisterly love over here, but not like that. You know what I mean? Um, has it been a romantic weekend for the two of you?
0: I think it's been very romantic for us. I think yeah. we really connected and bonded. On we bonding each other again. Yes, we were, we were lacking that, that connection. Spark. Yeah. yeah. What, what
1: was the moment uh, in which you knew uh, in your connection, it was creepy as fuck?
9: What do you mean? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh. what do I mean?
1: Like You have to spell that one out, all right? Like, you have to spell it out. Um, what's the coolest thing that you guys have seen? Like, I've been literally been stuck here. What about the panels? What about the news? What's the coolest thing that you were excited about? That you want to c- convey to the audience? I
0: saw, I saw Prometheus. The oh a trailer from, so, of course, I'm like, ah, totally.
1: Prometheus is like the new Ridley Scott, like, alien. It was going to be the prequel, but now it's just kind of its own movie.
0: Um, Ridley Scott's repeatedly said it has the DNA of Alien, it definitely has a vibe of the original Alien, but yeah, it's, um, it's a completely different story, and it doesn't have to do with the Aliens, but it's in the same universe, and I'm really, really excited about it. It looked really great. But that was, I, w- I was most excited about that. Today was Doctor Who. Doctor Who looked awesome, and I'm really excited about the new season of that. Um, not to say any spoilers, but like the last, the cliffhanger was like just amazing. So I'm really excited about that. What about you? Uh, Prometheus looked really good. I was kind of, um... I, I was kind of skeptical about it, but the, I really liked the trailer, and um, I think the other thing I was really excited about was just uh, seeing stuff for Halo, Combat Evolved remake, and then interviewing uh, Dom from Gears of War, which is really, really exciting.
1: I heard your mom actually came up to you midway through that interview, just, she was just happy to see you and didn't realize he was walking and in interrupting an interview with one of your favorite uh, voice actors in games.
0: Yeah, he kind of gave her like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Look, and he was just staring at her. And then I look over my shoulder, and she's like, right there. She she was she was like this. Hey guys, like, what's going on? And so we were so that was really awkward.
1: Is that on camera? Or is it an audio interview? Audio. Oh damn, we would love to see that. That would have been hilarious. Well, guys, enjoy the rest of the con. You got a couple hours left to walk the floor and buy things for each other, either boyfriend girlfriend or sister sister. Uh, I'm starting to get skeptical about your entire family at this point. You know, uh, it's getting a little Gilmore like. If you ask me. Uh, th- Gilmore's about to die right now. Gilmore is about to die right now. He's been working so hard sitting in panels and bars all the week. Uh, let me get you guys out of here so that we can get some more guests in. All right? Come here. Come here. Here we go. For Mega64. Here we go, guys. Introduce yourselves to the Geekscape nerds uh, who may be unfamiliar
10: to you guys. Um, what do you. Uh, I'm Derek from Mega Sixty Four.
11: My name is Rago from Mega Sixty Four. How y'all doing on Geekscape.net?
1: All right. Um, is is it? I mean, this is not your first time having a booth at at, uh, at Comic Con, but yeah. it is your first time sharing a back wall with the Geekscape booth. That's true. Uh, how much blood has spilled into your booth from over here?
10: Uh, surprisingly, little. None, in
1: fact. <laughs> I did on the first night. Uh, I heard Super Action Man was running around, came to you guys' booth. Were you guys
10: prepared to see a man in spandex running around trying to press himself up against you guys? I don't think we were. Uh, you And usually I am prepared for that, so it's strange. It's just Comic-Con, you know. It's so, such a weird environment. I'm off my game. Uh, you guys are from San Diego, though, right? Uh, like, originally?
1: Uh, when did you guys start doing the Mega64 vi- uh, videos? What was, like, the impetus for putting it together?
11: Uh, we It was uh, around 2003 that we started. We were fresh out of high school and we used to do stuff. We, we, we met in theater, we did plays and stuff like that. And then when high school is over, it's like, what are we doing? Let's do something fun again. Okay, let's make some dumb videos. Okay, yeah, we'll put it on public access TV. Oh my gosh, everyone's gonna watch it. It's gonna be great. Um, yeah, so check it out. Uh, only your immediate family watches public access TV. So. We were like, well, we could put a clip on the internet, and I don't know. And then it got like a million hits, so we were like, oh, let's keep doing that. So now we're still doing that. Yeah. Forget public access. Yeah, if Geekscape is thinking of going on public access, don't. Just stick with the internet. I
1: think you'll do a lot better. What was that first clip that you guys put up that got you that million views?
11: Um, it was actually a montage, like a little theme song clip. It was like a montage of, of stuff, because we had filmed a bunch of different skits, but they weren't done, so we just put them into a little montage set to an Aquabat song, and people were like, "Whoa! I just saw a guy dressed as Frogger running through traffic. Like, this looks... When is this show coming out?" So then we put out a, a parody of the video game Shenmue, where I was like asking people if they knew who you know the man who killed my father was, and scared a lot of people, and people were like, wow, this is, okay, I'll I'll keep watching, and they still are,
1: I don't know. It it seems like the more vague you guys go with your video game references, the more uh, fans like it, because you guys get a lot more credit for doing it. When I first discovered you guys, it was when you guys did the uh, Shadows of the Colossus one, where oh, you guys wow. went out. And, and the, the stuff is, uh, what you guys have been doing. If you guys don't know, I mean, you guys really should know Mega Sixty Four. A lot of you guys are movie fans and comic book fans. Uh, suspend yourselves for a bit, go over to the video game side, and check out Mega Sixty Four. Um, especially if you've ever played a video game in your life, which you fucking have. All right. Um, when I discovered you guys, it was I was looking at a YouTube clip of one of you assholes. Doing the uh, Shadow of the Colossus, where you're going around climbing on each other like you do in the game, yeah. trying to slay it. And the best thing about it is you guys get B-roll of people's reactions, which is really the biggest joke. You know, um, have you guys ever been arrested for any of the things that you guys did or, or had gotten citations? Uh, we, came close we came very close. We did a Resident
11: Evil uh, skit where um, I was the merchant from Resident Evil 4 who sells you weapons. I had a trench coat with a lot of stuff strapped to me, like underneath it and uh you were near like a sears too <laughs> <like> a <laughs> yeah. Com- yeah completely harmless but i'm going up to people anybody and i'm opening up the code and we had calls both saying that either i was a terrorist or that i was a flasher and uh which was not the case actually but um we got boxed in by five police cars they,
10: like, they had hands on their, their guns. guns yeah yeah us. yeah and um they told us to stick our hands out of the windows yeah. and then they like pulled us out of the cars patted us down, rubbed our junk, made sure we didn't have any weapons, did background checks, detained us. And then they realized we weren't doing anything wrong, and they're like, you guys are lucky because we were right about to tase you. We we're like, why, what we do? Oh, nothing, we just got new tasers. We just wanted to use them.
1: In your opinion, what's the funniest video you guys have in your inventory? I know you guys, it's like picking your favorite child. And you guys have been doing this for several years. Uh But if if the audience is going to go out and look for a Mega64 video, what's the one that you think is going to get them hooked that you love and you're really proud of? Fucking hard question, right? Okay.
10: This is not the most popular video we've ever made, but my personal favorite is uh, we made a video for a new Myst game like five years ago, like Myst 5.
1: If there was ever a new Myst game, this would be it.
10: Yeah, so Rocco just went out holding a camera in front of him with his hand in front of him, like first-person stuff. And he's just messing with people, whatever. But at one point, we set it up. We put, like, a new hot dog in the garbage. And I don't don't even know how we got to this point in the video. Like, that's the key for the puzzle. Yeah, it's
11: first-person, like, there's a point where a key to the puzzle is eating a hot dog. And I eat a hot dog out of the garbage. And uh, an actual, like, homeless man was standing right next to the garbage, because he was about to go through it, and we pan over to him, and he just looks at me and goes, you're sick, and it was a, that was a big moment. That was a big like that moment. that guy's never eaten out of the
10: garbage before, <laughs> but we're the sick ones. But I,
11: but I also really like, but more, more recently, I my personal favorite uh, as a recent memory, would be we did a skit about the, the video game Heavy Rain. I always really like skits based on ultra, over the, like way too serious right. games, because they end up just coming off goofier, and it's uh, all of us just kind of in the theme of Heavy Rain, you know, he's looking for his son, I'm a detective, and it's just, yeah, I, I think I- it turned out pretty good. And pl- a guy tries to fight me for doing nothing, so that's always good. The
1: game was fucking painful at times, because yeah, yeah. the times that you don't want to control the game, you're controlling the game. Yeah. You know, I'm going to uh, set yeah. down dishes, and then the one time that you can actually save your kid, getting hit by a car no, 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 no. you can't control the nope, game no. it's like what the fuck is the point of this even being a game
10: that was part of our skit right. uh, i was looking for my son jason but all i would do is slowly sit down and stand back up over and over because yeah, that was my favorite part of the game just halfway doing stuff and not all the way
11: yeah it's basically just a collection of all the things you don't want to do in a video game and i think that's what made it fun for me at least uh,
1: where can the audience see you guys next are you guys going to be at pax
11: Yes. PAX in
1: Seattle. Yes. In Seattle. We're hitting it big.
11: You better believe that. Penny Arcade Expo. Get your tickets. Ne- oh, they're sold out. Um, Whatever. Any means necessary, get in that building.
1: And if they're not at PAX, they can go find you guys on your website. Throw out the URL. Yeah, we
11: got mega64.com. Also, you know, hey, YouTube. look us up on YouTube. Search Mega64.
1: You'll see us. Thank you guys so much. You guys have been awesome neighbors, Thank man. You. Thank you guys. You Very guys awesome. have been awesome. All right,
10: and if let's you, keep uh, street if passing. You See super action, man. Tell him to come back, <laughs> and uh, we'll do take two. If, if you come across him, <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank you. A thanks a
1: lot. All right, Steve Robles, What's I gotta nice. get you in here. How's it going? All right, guys. This is Steve Robles, who sometimes right going for the left, website. Left, oh, right. Shut the fuck up. Like All right, that. this is Thank Steve. You, this is Steve Robles, yeah, uh, who put, who puts the less in Geekscape. Alright, uh, because sometimes we say, hey, you should write a comic book uh, article, and he goes, okay, what if instead of writing a comic book article, I just write a critique of a movie I've never seen before, just which, which, which happened before, before, okay, okay know, which brought, just happened.
12: Well, I brought you some gifts first, I brought okay. you some presents. I brought you a Monkey Quest banana so you can get a free item on Monkey Quest. Okay. I brought you a uh, thing so you can get a free weapon on Team Fortress 2. This is mine. Oh I oh I don't get the cap shield. Okay. You, you want? Do you have no, i am no, no, I I'm 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 good. I, yeah, I am hot. Um actually,
1: um the one thing that's been cool is uh, Fushna, who's the nicest geekscapist in existence. because uh, he's Canadian, uh knows that I'm trapped here, so he's been bringing me back merch. Like he brought me a Zelda shirt. He brought me some amazing, awesome stuff. Um, Jake and Kelsey brought me this really cool uh, Spider-Man like hoodie, zip-up r- jogging jacket where the um, drawstrings are actually headphones, oh, and you can right. plug the jacket That's into cool. your. It's awesome. Um, what is the coolest thing of merch that you've had that they're giving away? Like, what is the thing that everybody's trying to get? An Avengers shirt?
12: Yeah, the Avengers shirt. She's wearing one right now over here. Look at her this Avengers. Is, She's got. Look at Heather
1: shirt. Keneally right there. Heather wearing the Avengers shirt. And the Optimus Prime hat, which which may not be doing too many favors for your fashion sense, <laughs> um, but it's all right. Did you like Transformers 3? You thought it was a fucking you thought it was the fucking shit, didn't you? No, I didn't see it.
5: I didn't see Transformers 3.
1: No. Can't wait to see the Avengers.
5: I, I I'm almost dead from excitement. Yeah. All
1: right. All right. Wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait sold up. I didn't get to shit- see anything. All right. You tell me, Robos. Straight right. from straight from your mouth, right, from what was mouth. what is this news that you were about to bestow upon? Well, on?
12: you know, well everybody knows already. They show an Avengers trailer at the end of Captain America, so mm-hmm. you get you really excited for the movie.
1: Is that the one that says "some assembly required" and yeah, shows yeah, all those cool yeah, clips? Yeah, the one that leaked cool. a couple of months ago on yeah. the or a couple of nights like ago on the internet? Oh yeah,
12: last week, yeah. Uh-huh. But then you get to see it on screen; it's pretty cool. Right. <laughs>
1: now, so you saw Captain America? Yes, I did. Now. What, what do you yeah, got? I yeah, yeah. Because considering you review movies you haven't seen yet,
12: it's probably going to be Joss Whedon's. Just first, first fuck up, ever. I think Joss Wheat. No, I don't know. I don't know. I um, think this would be good.
1: I don't know. Uh, Steve is trying to knock the movie just so that he can uh, then get Joss Wheat into uh, get in contact with you and to, want to yeah.
12: debate with you. Yeah. And then just not get to debate at all. But that's that's all right. You know, I was here. I came here. Took my time. Yeah,
1: you you would knock Kevin Rubio's book. Kevin Rubio here, came here to sign. I was you showed to, up to uh, debate with him, and we didn't have here. a camera.
12: Right. right. Yeah, no one was here. But I'll I don't tell, think anybody would have cared. Well, I'll tell Kevin right now. I mean. It, you know I did my job I bought I actually paid for books two three and four like I said I read up to book four and it has the same problems the first one did it's not it's not that it's a bad book it's just not you know if you're going to tell someone to spend five dollars on something because five dollars to geeks is a lot of money it's a lot of money to spend on a comic book I mean you're selling a comic book you know it's hard to sell yeah, it's three dollars I got the hustle yeah you got a hustle and it's got to be good like I've not read your book because I haven't read your book yet but um, but that book just was not you know I would ask Kevin you know what is your favorite comic book how does this compare to that you would you would you pay five dollars for that one or this one and it's just like if you're going to go out there and, and put your name out there and ask people to spend money on on your product it should be the best product you can put out and if it's not don't put it out wait and get it better like wait for an artist to come along wait for the time to come along. wait for the time be write but if someone's going to spend their money i as a critic can't tell my readers hey spend money on stuff and then have them come back and say wow this really sucked and i'd be like well sorry I can't you know I'm not gonna say anything bad of course you know it's like I didn't was it was horrible about it it was pretty good that's alright right. you're a man of standards number uh, four was a better book okay I'll put you I'll put it that way okay. four was a better
1: book y- it's, o- it's obvious you have opinions about many things yeah. it's
12: obvious you're a comic fan like
1: how films. was Captain America I yeah. have yet to see the movie I would
12: say that Captain America is probably I would say the three best comic book movies that we've had so far they're just comic book movies just comic book movies not just Marvel right. movies I, well, the, well two of them are Iron Man Iron Man 1, the first one, and the second one about the same. Uh, Or X-Men First Class, and Captain America. I think Captain America really is on par with those great comic book movies. Because my problem with the comic book movies like the X-Men, the first X-Men series, was that there wasn't a lot of action really, and there was a whole lot of preaching involved. And it was like, this is a comic book movie, like let's have some fun, I'm spending $16, I want to sit in a theater, I want the the loud noises and the cool stuff to happen. X-Men looked cool, but to me when you watch it again, it's kind of boring, but X-Men: First Class was great, and Captain America is that kind of movie—total action. Like the first part where, like, they put his head on the other body. Like, you totally lose yourself in that. They do such a great job making that happen that you get wrapped up in the little Steve Rogers. And you love him and then you get into the big steve rogers and it's just cool it's unabashedly american they're not afraid to go to the world war ii american propaganda thing Uh, you know lots of uh, uso tours and american patriotism the whole like no spoilers of course but the whole end credit sequence is all like american propaganda art from the world war ii like it's fun you know they don't use the word japs there's only nazis once uh hydra is the big thing but hugo weaving perfect red skull perfect uh chris evans whatever doubts you may have are going to be gone when you watch the movie uh, it's got the right blend of action and adventure in it. So it's really good. It's a great, great comic conflict movie. Great. And if Avengers is anything close to that, it's going to be a great movie. Um, did you see the Spider-Man trailer? Yes.
1: What did you think about the Spider-Man trailer? Because I finally got a chance to see it. And um, what it. do you think about it?
12: Well, again, again, I mean, I know you think I hate everything, but I'm not a real big fan of the Raimi one. No, no.
1: I think you hate yourself. <laughs> and, that, and that that, you, that, that hate, um, hate is myself, projected would, uh, onto other things.
12: If I hated myself, I would struggle to gain acceptance from other people. I, I don't care about other people. Um... I think that uh, the new Spider-Man trailer makes it look very modern. You know, uh, not gritty, not like gritty and like Dark Knight, but very like Iron Man, like very matter-of-fact. Sort of like he gets bitten by a spider. There's this guy who's like clinically insane. It's not like a bold, brash comic book movie like a Sam, like a Sam Raimi one's. It's got you know, it's more of a contemporary, updated story. And uh, you know, they are showing the origin again, which I'm like, everybody kind of knows origin of Spider-Man. But
1: uh, I think they're showing a type of origin. What what got me about it was that you see that sequence at the very beginning with Peter's parents. Yeah, I love that. I and love I'm that. like, I'm like, are they gonna go with the so- with the story that they did later in the in the yeah. Marvel yeah. universe yeah. where they might be uh, spies or clones or something mysterious? Because that is a really mysterious yeah. Yeah. beginning.
12: I love, that. I love that they have like Sally Field and Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben and Aunt May. I love that they show the parents at the beginning. I love that shit, and I love the you know the first person. Uh, you know, swinging through the city thing. Like, that's pretty, I think it's gonna be a cool movie.
1: Oh, Mirror's Edge? That whole Mirror's Edge video game yeah, sequence? It yeah. I don't know, we got it. it work for a game. Well, listen, Mr. Robles, thank you so much for reviewing Mr. Cap. Thanks for coming on the show.
12: Brian, thank, thank you. Brian. Brian doesn't like you. I, I would, saw him Oh, don't make
1: contact him. Don't I make know. contact don't I,
12: I saw him last night. You, was, who Look were those girls you were with last night? Yeah, who were those chicks you were with? Yeah, who were those chicks you were with last night? Him and Gilmore with chicks. Who are they?
1: Gilmore's There's girlfriend and her, her friend Molly. Okay. Oh, All right. All right. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, right. we'll hook you up. Girlf- uh, Gilmore's girlfriend's definitely going to leave him pretty soon. <laughs> hey, well, good luck. All right. Bye, Steve. Job. Get the fuck out of my booth. <laughs> All right. Look at this man right here. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Yeah.
13: Look at this man.
1: This guy is cinema incarnate. All right, I'm going to say that, Lloyd. I
14: don't know what incarnate means, but if it's something gay, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, Steve. Trauma, uh, <laughs> that's all
14: it is. It's just trauma. L-
1: Lloyd, we were talking to uh, the founder of Fangoria Magazine. Yes. Uh, earlier today, he's, he's sharing our uh, our space here on, the, on this aisle. Yes. Um, he was talking to you in the same breath that he was talking about, like, uh, Forrest Ackerman. Uncle Forey, and he said, you know, Forey used to uh, appear in other people's horror movies, and we were thinking maybe Lloyd should take on that mantle and show up in a different uh, filmmakers' horror films. And you kind of have with some of the f- filmmakers have been coming out of trauma, people like James Gunn. You know, seeing you in Super is kind of a nod to how much they owe you
14: for giving their, their careers a start. Well, all I can tell you is the New York State Film Commissioner is here, and uh, I just... Well, come, come here and be part of the... Uh, we were just talking you Introduce
1: about yourself the- to the Geekscape.
13: Hey, is it actually filming? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, ma'am.
5: Hey, yes, ma'am.
13: I'm Pat Swinney Kaufman and uh-huh. I'm the New York State Film Commissioner, and connected to this guy by marriage. <laughs>
1: well, Lloyd, uh, I actually, owe Lloyd quite a bit because I made a, a thesis film out of uh, Columbia called Gay White On, and Lloyd put it in Trauma Dance. Uh, Sundance didn't put it in Sundance. All right. Uh, slam dance didn't put in slam dance, but it was in Troma dance, and from Troma dance, it started getting picked up by a lot of the horror festivals. A lot of the gay festivals enjoyed it, and then the mainstream festivals started picking it up. And it almost—it was almost like once Troma dance put its seal of approval on it, uh, a lot of people said, "You know what? Um, this might be something. Let's write it and let's follow what you guys do." Um, how, how does it feel being married to somebody who uh, sets the bar for so many other people to follow?
14: Well, uh, I'm an expert on uh, going to the bar, of course. Uh, I prefer Grey Goose myself, but the New York State commissioner has been very generous with Troma Dance, and the New York State uh, Film Commissioner will have you know that uh, Human Centipede was premiered last year at Troma Dance, which is an all-free festival. You don't have to pay to submit your movie. You can see the movies for free, and no VIP policy. There's plenty of P policy, but not VIP. (laughs) And at any rate, uh, it's our thirteenth year now. And uh, last year we had uh, kidnapped and uh, and tainted, tainted. Very good, not as good as Gay by Dawn, but pretty <laughs> damn good. At any rate, uh, we're. And, fighting. Yeah, w- and w- you also have
13: people like Bill Plimpton coming and showing wow. his films. I mean, it's it's really a major festival now. That's true. Yeah.
1: And being uh, the commissioner for the state of New York, I got to tell you, I, the one panel I attended last. Uh, you were the- no, what? you are. Oh, you. Are. Okay. Uh, the one panel that I attended at uh, SDCC this year was yours, the one last night where you guys talked about film financing and doing your own film, and you've just put out a book about making your own film, producing your own film, distributing your own film and selling your own film, uh, and you wanted to talk to me about possibly shooting my first feature in New York. Listening to you last night. You had a a lot of amazing things to say about it. What what would be your spiel to filmmakers who are thinking about New York and might be scared off because they don't necessarily have to shoot the city? What can New York double as? What would you tell a filmmaker who might be looking at New York as a possible place to shoot?
13: Well, first of all, New York is one of the most, is the most film-friendly place that you can film the whole state. We are the independent film capital of the world. We have a great incentive program for feature narrative films and and narrative uh, episodic television. So it's possible that you might even be able to come and get the incentive. But I think most importantly uh, to a filmmaker that maybe is nervous about being in New York is that our our, um, our commission is uh, makes a real specialty of assisting filmmakers, helping them through the process. We really embrace filmmakers, whether they're Hollywood filmmakers or independent filmmakers or student filmmakers. We embrace them and we help them.
1: You've been embracing a filmmaker for a while now. Yeah. In in Lloyd. And Lloyd, when are you gonna direct, uh, what's the next film you're working on? Because we know you've got a couple films that you've just finished. Toxie is over at Fox now. You're gonna do a big budget version of that. The Toxie musical is being put up all over the country. Uh, when are you going to get back behind the lens?
14: Well, uh, we're writing uh, The Toxic Avenger Part 5 about the toxic twins. Toxie gets older in every movie, and in this, in the fourth movie, as you may recall, his uh, significant other had babies. This movie will take the babies through adolescent, and uh, Toxie's getting a little older. And, uh, at any rate, I don't want to give away too much, but it's going to be the best Toxic Avenger ever. Not as good as Gay by Dawn, but be pretty goddamn Dawn good. Day by dawn Good. <laughs>
1: thank you so much, guys. Thank you for coming on. Maybe I'll see you when we shoot in New York, and you can get your cameo appearance.
14: My wife and I have been waiting. We've been married almost forty years, uh, commissioning, filming. Finally, finally, we get on Geekscape. <laughs> Geekscape. Finally, and yeah. we're so happy. It's. Uh, but
13: worth the wait. I'm sure. Absolutely. This is the
14: highlight. The Absolutely. you know, Forrest Ackerman. Okay, but this this is very cool.
1: <laughs> thank you, guys, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you guys are awesome see you guys across the aisle yes please um you guys can check out Troma they're across the aisle you can go to their website if you want to order Lloyd's book and check out all their videos you get
9: over here uh, who the fuck are you hey I'm Brian Gilmore how do we know you I filmed uh, the first hundred something episodes of Geekscape what about VJ? And uh vj did. It's like something. how you just like then, walton you're trying to take credit for more <laughs> so than you're
1: worth.
9: What? I was on well, for the other part, I was on camera. Oh, well, you're right, you're, you're right. right. You were in the first Geekscape. Yeah. What, what do you want? So they right. they they know me. This you people know me if you've gone back and seen all of Matt Kelly, uh Matt Kelly's uh YouTube videos. But I know, how is what? I just our audience is primarily black, that's why I said that. Um, but, uh, anyways, hi, and uh, we've been at Comic Con, and we've been filming all kinds of stuff. Walton's uh, what? Walton set up a bunch of interviews. I set up a bunch of interviews. We've been doing them, and they've been fun, and uh, it's gone over really well. Even though we're looking at a Hawkman now, apparently. Look what's going on in the booth. What the hell? Look what's going on in the booth over
1: here. Look at that. Look at that guy right there. Look at him. Look at this sexy piece of ass right here. Get in here. Hey, bring the camera! Get the fuck out of here, you midget! Come here, Coops. Look at this. Oh, Look at this guy. Fantastic. Hawkman just
4: flew into SDCC. Oh, How goodness. are you feeling? My wings are a little tired, but it doesn't matter because I have nth metal, and the wings are kind of purposeless. <laughs> so it's all good.
5: How uh, are you, Coops? Mr. Walton. Mr. <laughs> London. Cooper Barnes. Over Cooper
1: Barnes, as Hawkman. You know, the panikarians aren't too smart, so. Well, What's um, our question? Dude. I remember getting a Facebook message from you a couple of days ago, being like, "How the fuck can I get a Comic Con pass?" And now you're here. How, have, what the hell did you do?
4: I um, I I beat up a lesser known superhero by the name of the Atom. <laughs> um, he's actually only about this small, so it was like no thing. Uh, just kind of snuck up on him when he was sleeping, took his pass, shoved it down my super undies, and here I am. The rest is history.
1: I think he's the first Geekscapist uh, who we've had on the guess- who's actually walked around cosplaying. I mean, I know we've got Seriously, Meg Turney and stuff like that, but the name of no, no. But but but, but, like but what I meant to say. Geeky what I meant to say. What like I meant, meant to say to was. Say. <laughs> what I meant to say was. You're cosplaying on the show.
4: Oh, dude, check this out. You, when you show, when
1: you came to my apartment, you were you had fucking Spider-Man on. They got this. Ah, uh, they uh,
4: flapped. They flap. They flap. <laughs> That's probably the fucking saddest flap I've I'm ever here, seen. I'm here with my <laughs> here we friend go. Liz here Lord, we go. Who directed our sketch,
1: uh, The Toast of Green Lantern. Yeah, The Toast of Green Lantern sketch was amazing.
15: Thank you! I
1: actually, I'll tell you this much, I showed it to my film students, I swear to fucking God.
15: Oh yeah? Really? They Did they, they like it? They thought it was funny.
1: They did. Yeah, they said the blocking was and the mise en scène was a little off, and uh, the judge, perhaps the Daniel yeah, the, yeah. the Denouement had a little to be yeah. desired. But uh,
4: we studied, studied Stanislavski, not Stanislavski, uh, Eisenstein.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I got my uh, my. got well, that part. Song. I got the dynamism of the screen down yeah, okay. and the the, the, the montage. that was f- fine. Yeah. But uh, fuck those people. Have no idea what the hell
15: I studied at Helzberg. <laughs> Helzberg diamonds for him and for her. That's where I get my technique from. In
1: all, in, in all honesty, a Toast the Green Lantern was one of the funniest fucking things I've seen in a long time. And you know I blasted the hell out of it because I loved it. I know. appreciate you doing that. Thank you. After you um, recorded that, that skit, and you guys should all rush out and actually see the skit, um, w- w- was there a uh, Hawkman the movie is coming?
4: You should play Hawkman. We, we've been handing out these illegally, mind you, because you're not supposed to solicit I don't $2,200.
0: Yeah. We don't got no booth money.
13: We got money for no booth. We gonna pass this shit out on our own. We gonna walk around, pass out little cars that we made at Kinkos.
1: Yeah, y- 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 you know what? I'm a record producer. We should hook up. We should hang out together. I'm releasing my cousin's you like, album. You like rap music? I love rap music. I'm a record producer. You like, like spinning rhyme? Yeah, I like spinning rhyme. I got a cousin, we can shoot the video at my place, I got a photo studio. That's
0: good, man, we get that We get that record cut, and then we take care of that throat of yours, man, we use that record money to get some throat money.
1: Yo, listen, Geekscape, I hate to ask you of anything, but I need $500, I'll pay you back when the record drops, I'm good for it, all right? It's going to go straight to the top. See, Coop right here, J-Lo, we're going to make this album right.
14: All $500 is going to be used to purchase some lozenges. Yeah. <laughs> That's Halls. Somebody going to Halls. Ricola, shout out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you drinking that bottle liquor, you get like this. Hey, you know I would have put these on the booth if you'd have let me know. Hey, we got a few more. Put them right over there in the closing hours of Comic Con. That sounds good. And uh, keep passing them out. Uh, honestly, guys, go to uh, youtube.com slash frog island flicks <laughs> right. and uh, check out the, the hilarious frog island. Because you know when you have somebody on the show, you're like, oh, yeah, they're hilarious. And you haven't really done the proper research. Right. And you're like, oh, I don't know if they're funny, but I just told the audience they were. And then you go see it. You're like, ah oh, crap. Let's see it. I got my name on this now. You know, the cool thing is, I actually see it and I fucking love it. And that skit, honestly, I fucking love that skit. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So go check it out. All right, youtube.com, Frog islands Flicks. Look at that. I love you guys. Oh Pleasure meeting you. Welcome to Geekscape. Gilmore, you're still not coming on the show because we have somebody who we love, waiting in the wings, and we got to have him on the show. Look at this guy. Hey, you. Fuckface, get on here. <laughs> Alright, this is Jeffrey Harris. Uh,
3: you,
1: Jeffrey Harris, gave us our traffic Jeffrey Harris uh, listen, you're always at
6: Comic-Con, right? Always. Every year. Okay. For um, six
1: years. I, uh, l- l- let's just talk about you, Jeff. All right, because I think that you're an inspiration to all of us. The way you live your life. All right, the way you work out. The uh, the, the way the way that you're you're intelligent and uh, vocal individual. You're not shy of anything. I gotta ask you. Um, I always see you with this earpiece, yes. and I can't imagine anybody calls you. People do call me. I've yet to see you ever take a phone call. Like I hang out with Walton, Walton, his phone rings. I hang out with Gilmore, his phone rings. I hang out with you. I've yet to see you. Answer this: Are you just giving yourself ear cancer?
6: <laughs> it has been known to happen, and I don't think we hang out enough for you to comment on me like that. Like I don't comment on your bald spot, but it's there. Yeah, it is. Look at this. Look at this. This is Jeffrey
1: Harris's bald spot, which I will take any day over what you see next to me. All right, looking like a Gary Larson drawing is no way to li- live life. Okay. Oh, uh, so listen, Jeffrey Harris.
6: You mean Jonathan London's bald
1: spot here we go yeah that's right. Jeffrey, Harris. Jeffrey Harris Jeffrey uh, Harris a, a, a bastion of physical ability um take off this hat look at that look at that he, he's preemptive he, yeah he he's preemptively shaving all right he's bald on the inside of his head all right here we go all right Jeff yes San Diego break it down for us what have you experienced what has been the highlights what have been the lowlights?
6: Uh, the lowlights are the lines uh, to Hall H. Uh, the highlight was, of course, the Doctor Who panel today, with Matt Smith and uh, my future wife, Karen Gillan. Okay.
1: Listen to that? Karen Gillan, if you're out there, fucking run. Trust me, a guy in a wheelchair could win a track race against this guy. All right. Um, now listen, Jeff Harris. Yeah, he. he, he yeah, he, uh, a, did you just say? Did you just tell the chick from uh, Doctor Who that you're gonna put her skin, uh, skin on your wall one day? Because
9: that's basically what's implied. Like it, like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I can't hear a shit out of you. Coming roast? from someone like, like him, my future wife is a threat. Yeah. Yeah, when he says future wife, he probably means uh, human pot roast. All right. Like. <laughs> is
1: this a roast that someone forgot to tell me. I like that he's like, is this a roast? It, he actually wants it to be a pot roast. Um, <laughs> Jeff Harris. Uh, why are you such an example of, uh, 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 of geekdom everywhere? Why do people love you so much? And do you enjoy being on Geekscape?
6: Uh, I love Geekscape, uh, I love your show, uh, I love what you do, and I love your community and, uh, and the forums. And I hate hackers. <laughs> I hate hackers that ruin, uh, that ruin everything, and they ruin the PlayStation Network, and uh, I hope they're strung up by their nads.
1: Okay, final question, all right, Jeff? Final question.
6: An uh, example because I'm an example to geeks everywhere because I'm Austin. I've never paid to go to Comic Con ever. That,
1: that, that, I'm, not that. I'm, not that. I'm not denying that. I am not denying that. I am not denying that. In my way, uh, I would say that God has made you pay the hardest price of all. Um, listen, Jeff Harris, I, we gotta know here on Geekscape. How many bitches did you fuck this week? <laughs> uh, zero. And you raw dogged them, didn't you?
6: did I what dog them
1: exactly he doesn't know what we're talking about all right listen Jeff you are an example for all of us uh, we love you we think you're phenomenal we love having you on Geekscape like a you're bad. fantastic you're a fantastic example I, uh, I you, know. you're amazing but you make an awful uh, window so I need you to get away from my t-shirt so that people can buy some alright please I buy one of now I'm not so uh, don't buy a t-shirt we don't make those sizes alright listen guys
9: <laughs>
1: alright listen uh, well, Gilmore, we'll get over here real quick, and then we're gonna bring on a geekscapist. Um, how about we talked about the lizard guy? Did what you hear what about happened? This?
9: We're on the street is that at the Spider-Man panel. Um, the guy, Reese Fons, I think, yeah. is how you call him. Uh, he got arrested right after the panel for pushing a female security guard. Yeah, he was supposedly drunk and speaking a lot of anti-American like rhetoric during, and, and the, during panel? the panel. During the panel? Well,
1: yeah. then they picked an awesome villain. The most amazing uh, American pop culture character ever created, Spider-Man. He chooses to be in the movie, and then he goes around and fucking runs around with a bunch of anti-American rhetoric. All I got to tell you is, Sam's looking for you, you fucking limey yeah, son of a awesome. bitch. All right, listen, we got Ben done here. Hey. Hey. We got Matt Kelly, who has been holding down the fort. Hey. All right? Listen, I got to get you in here. I got to get you in here. Listen, this is a Geekscapist who walked up to
15: me. Introduce yourself. Richard Hoko, Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. You've been listening to Geekscape for how long? Geek Sam since it started and I actually listened to Geek Drome before too,
1: so. This fucker's been keeping it real. Yeah. Alright? That's strange that it's been around so long because Walter claims that he founded it. Uh, <laughs> so listen, um, you, we were we were actually having a conversation yesterday. You got the Sam comic. Yeah. You got a shirt. What, did you yeah. read the Sam comic? Not
15: yeah. Okay. T- cool. tonight.
1: Sa- save it, save it, save oh, it for right. those late night hours. Right. Um in here
15: though, I got your yo, signature. That's, that's all good. Along that's, with uh Chew. So yeah. I this is oh, how shit. high I put you. I put Chew in here. American
1: Vampire. Get my book the fuck. Get my book the fuck out of here. It has no business being in there. Um, Listen, uh, what has been the coolest thing you've experienced as a fan coming to Comic Con?
15: Uh, Ah, meeting shoe creators. That that was awesome. I actually even got. I got to show this. This is awesome. Since you're a dog lover too, I got Rob to do a little portrait of my dogs. Oh, that's awesome! That's crazy. So yeah, that was awesome. I Uh, think they'll appreciate that. I didn't get to go into the panels. This is my first time, so I didn't realize how crazy. The lines are with the panels, so
1: were our Geekscape Comic Con episodes not representative of uh, the craziness that was awaiting you?
15: That's top of the list. I, just, I was saving that for last, so yeah, yeah. This is crazy. This is this is amazing.
1: Were there any collectibles or anything that you wanted to get, or any panels you wanted to get into that you just didn't get
15: access to? I tried to go to the Once Upon a Time because I'm a Lost fan, but uh, that was that was completely full. So yeah, I walked past that. That was in the Marriott. Yeah. That was no, like that was uh, up oh, upstairs. Okay. It was upstairs, yeah.
1: and yeah. there was like a, a panel for Lost fans, and I was like, "Come on, just get over it already!"
15: It's like, like, like for Lost fans, once upon a time, so it didn't really make sense. I think you yeah. got, hey, just these people were just lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, which I was after that last fucking episode. Oh, you were? You didn't like it?
1: I didn't like anything about it. No, I like no, that they got no, the yeah. cameras on. Okay, and okay. I was impressed by that. I was like, okay, congratulations, like you got the cameras on. Then you ended up telling a story which made no sense.
15: Yeah, I'm a big fan though. Sorry. Um,
1: you going back tonight? No, tomorrow. 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 All right. So we so we going out partying tonight? Yeah. Um, Where are you anything, guys going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. know we are losers. Um, but uh, was it surprising seeing Brian Gilmore? Was he as diminutive in person as he appeared uh, on the show? diminutive. No, but he looks pretty hungover. <laughs> I don't know. Because he's been skipping the uh, press appointments Walton set up for him, said he could go to the bar and uh, fuck around. Which is fantastic. It's really what we look for in him. Uh, we look for a guy who is responsible and dedicated. And um, we're going to look elsewhere. Uh, Walton, uh, what, what do you think about Brian Gilmore here in his little tie? Uh, does that make up for the fact that he's about his business like as a fucking hobo? <laughs>
9: what? Wait, did you just ask me a question about me?
1: Yeah. And yeah. Me Walton? yeah. Walton, Walton, what do you... No, no, I, I was asking Walton, but... I I, I was asking Walton, I I was asking Walton, rhetorically, uh, I was was asking Walton, but uh, thank God uh, for one episode you can't hear (inaudible) him.
9: Oh, I don't know.
1: Stop, please, stop. (laughs) Stop making fun of me. Stop,
9: stop. Alright, now he's just looking at the camera like, uh, we don't have to go the rest of the four minutes. <laughs> like, we have four minutes left, but it doesn't mean we have to fill them. Um, but uh, we ha- we got some great interviews. Ben actually took care of some awesome interviews as well.
1: Ben, come here. I like the shirt you're wearing.
5: I get, it. it's, yeah, so it it's so sexy, it's so sexy, it's a little big, it's a little big on okay. me.
1: Okay, um, listen, what was the coolest shit that you experienced here, and it's good to have you back on GeekScape?
5: Oh my goodness, it's good to be back. Um, I think some of the cool stuff, like, uh, we, I got to go to the Aquabats concert uh, with with our very own Shane. We already Th- talked about that, you ta- you, do you oh. watch GeekScape?
1: Oh, okay. ta- uh, I I,
5: I'm um, uh I got to interview James Gunn and geek out on him for a little bit. We've
1: done that. Okay, is there anything cool that you did here?
5: Yes. I uh, I did roofie um, a, a girl, uh-huh. and then somehow she raped me.
1: All right. Um, listen, guys, uh, f- first two... You- First Tuesday of every month, uh, there's a comedy night at uh, Mike's Bar and Grill in Los Angeles. Maybe you'll
9: see some of this act there. Uh, Son of a
1: bitch. I I don't don't know if it's
9: working. Let's bring Jeff Harris back and have another roast. Yeah, hey, hey, that's years of improv training,
1: okay? Yeah, uh, now how much did you pay for those classes? We're willing to pay for you to go back. Ben Dunn, why does he even talk to us anymore? We treat him like shit. Speaking of treating people like shit, let's get Matt Kelly in here, in the front. Let's get him in here. Uh, this babe, come here, Matt Kelly. Matt Kelly's been my slave all week. All here. week. He's been my bitch all week. For this all uh year, a, a, all year. last five years. Uh you've been helping lock down the booth. Pass it out Some, that pay booth. Someone's gotta do it. Someone's gotta do Almost it. Someone's gotta lock this down. This website ain't gonna sell itself. Listen, man. Listen we,
11: I understand you're the one that's making a hundred bucks a week with machinima. I gotta <laughs> hell down this
1: shit while you're doing that, right? Right. Right, yeah, that money goes far goes right back into this booth for next year. Um, hey, I own half this booth. Matt, what's the coolest thing that's walking and walk past that booth? Uh, I think it was the Hawkman that Cooper built. Yeah. That was the
11: best thing we've seen all week. Uh, Troma we're in the best fucking location you could ever yeah. ask for at Comic Con this year. Full we Moon, got Angora, Trauma, full moon, trauma. Film school combination, you can fuck themselves or whatever. But femme fatales, stump people are alright, legendary. Uh, the best thing we saw all night was we went out We went out to Hennessy's. Oh, shit. But that's a story for another day
15: because we don't have time.
1: Yeah, we got to tell that story on a future geekscape. Uh, that experience with the legendary girls at Hennessy's where we went out for one hour for dinner and it ended up being three hours in a uh, employee firing is one of the most fucking crazy experiences at ever. Table.
11: She went from being so happy and flirty to crying to us as she
6: left.
1: And we were in the middle of a uh, Navy... Um, reserve fight that almost broke out. The coast between, between these coast It was fucking retarded um, That kind of shit happens in San Diego. I thought I'd train you. I thought you were my disciple You didn't put all me right? the coach. I did not. I did not train you enough um, Come here nerds come here Come here and Come here Walton too because Walton's never seen a camera. He didn't want to be in front of or a microphone He didn't want to talk into all right come here. You don't want to come over here Walton? Walt feels he just wants to go home. He's like, "Fuck this, I quit." Well, to get in here, don't be like that. Come on, Charlie Brown. uh, Nobody got it worse than Jeff Harris this episode, and hopefully he won't come back. There you go. No, 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 no. A little higher. A little there. Right about there. Right about there. Um, That's appropriate. We have no idea
9: what this looks
1: like. We'd have no idea. But we, uh, Matt Kelly, get the. You know what? Stay there. All right, guys.
9: Yeah, let's check it and perfect this.
1: Another year of Comic Con down. I know I said three years ago I would kill myself if we were here. Three years later we are uh it's okay, I'm not gonna kill myself. You guys are doing a really good job of doing it for me. Yay. Uh and we're gonna see you guys in a year back here at the Geekscape booth. We love you guys. We'll see you next week with a brand new episode. What do you think of that? Yep. Yay. 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 Absolutely. I need five hundred dollars for my new album. It's my cousin. Uh, we're gonna shoot a video, it's gonna be up at the club.
9: By the way, uh I, I don't know if the Walton did you stop it already? Is okay. I love that. If you look at the endings of all of our Geekscape episodes, they get progressively sadder. Like everyone, just it's it's as if we film them all. Question: How much for a blowski? Oh
5: shit! It's just gonna be you and Brian Walton.
1: Yeah. I I will kill myself.